episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. We're going to get into redneckism. It's supposed to be about Halloween, but we got off subject immediately with hillbilly bullshit. And uh, running over armadillos with a danger ranger. So, I don't know. It's going to get a little greasy, so hang on to your seats because it's going to get greasy. That's right. Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. We're getting into it. A little bit of weird shit for you. A little bit of scary, creepy, fucking whatever the fuck kind of shit. I don't even know what that was. Some Listen, kind of industrial dark cyberpunk mix mixology there. With a little bit of Halloween, Halloween twist yeah, on it. Yeah, Halloween's, Halloween's. Let's go ahead and crack this caffeine for us and all the knuckleheads out there. The knuckleheads. Woo, cheers, cheers bud. bud. Cheers, knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. All right, we are fucking this table up. I know, man. We have to bring start bringing our cleaners in here, wiping what if, it down. What I was thinking about was getting some of those uh, wipe alls, yeah, and just laying them down, like <laughs> making us a fucking pad, yeah, taping it all together, and then like stuffing it in the corner yeah. of our studio, yeah. And then uh, we got storage space over there with the PA system. Yeah, yeah, because that's everything here that we do is high dollar. High dollar professional, you know. Yeah, we got that's right. We got lighting. We got fucking plenty of room for Joe I mean, Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Look at all this electronic technical sound equipment we have on our gigantic table here. FY. You know what I'm saying? We have not spent a penny on this entire <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking podcast, which is good. I like it. Like yeah. So what we've decided? I mean, we got retroactive costs like this part of the sound system this thing but we since we started it we haven't invested a penny yeah which yeah we've just used what we've already right, owned exactly which is i think is great and we've already decided that we're not going to spend anything until we have enough to like buy spend them, some shit yeah like buy nicer microphones yeah <laughs> and uh you know nicer equipment mm-hmm mm-hmm so, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, because we did have the discussion a while back about buying a couple things. And anybody that wants to go ahead and prorate us on all that stuff, uh, I'll get your name tattooed on my leg. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want. I don't care. Be a fucking ostrich with a big old dangly one. I don't give a fuck. If that's what you want, tattoo it on myself. It's dedication. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting any dicks tattooed on me, though. Sorry. I mean, that's... I don't, I'm not saying they want a dick tattooed on me. Well, you said an ostrich with a big dangly one. Did you mean like that dangly thing on his neck? Like yeah. a turkey? Yeah, like a gobbler. Yeah. Like uh, somebody here that we work with, they've got a big old gobbler on them. Yeah. Big old neck. Neck neck gobbler, let's clarify. Yeah. No, 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 no. But, yeah. yeah. They look like a fucking turkey with like 19 chins. Yeah. There's people like that. Yeah. Speaking of turkeys, I, I was practicing my turkey call earlier. Were you? You ever heard my turkey call? I don't think so. You see a nice little fat turkey across the across the clearing over there. The way you spread your hands like that made you look like you were about to get yourself some booty. You know oh. what I'm saying? <laughs> Crack it open like a coconut. So when you see that turkey over there, you make a little whoo. And he looks at you, go duck, duck, duck. And it works? Yeah. Works every, every time. time. Huh? They fucking come running. I'm not lying. Yeah? Yeah. I grew up hunting wild turkeys. You just, it's that, because they make that noise, and they're like, dur, dur, dur. so when you do that, dur, dur. and then I would always yell turkey at you. Know, turkey! I used to, so, me personally, I've went turkey hunting a lot. Yeah. I never did it like the traditional way where people sit in a blind and I don't consider that traditional, but okay. You know, yeah. like the the normal way. 
I'd grab my 20 gauge shotgun and just like ride around in the truck. I would get my boots on and then my shorts on, no t-shirt, nothing, yeah. and just go out there like fucking Rambo yeah. and just run through the woods. Yeah. And they're not fast, especially in woods. Like they can't really fly because yeah. they need that like runway, you yeah. know, they need that fucking... It's a heavy. <laughs> you know, and then they can only get about... That's pretty good with the shoulders. Yeah. They got that kind of like side <laughs> that, where they bounce back and forth sideways. Look like a chicken running. On so, this episode, <laughs> turkey hunting. Hell, I know more about that than I do about Hurdleween. Hurdleween. But, uh... Halloween. The Hoodleween. Yeah. So, they need that like long distance yeah. to get some, some speed up. To start yeah. flying, and then even whenever they do, they're not flying like fucking two hundred yards up in the air. Not like eagles. No, more they, like chickens. They don't soar. Right. You know, let's get that straight. They yeah. fucking. It's like falling with they, style. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just chase them through the woods, and then I'd come across a bunch of turkeys and just start firing off. You know. Yeah. I hear That's you. how I'd go turkey hunting. Yeah. I like. I like to. Uh, so, real quick, when I was when I was younger, my grandpa. He, he was a deer hunter, right? Mm-hmm. So when I got when I got old enough to go with him, you know, I was probably eight, ten years old or something like that. I'd been with my dad, but you know, before he would before he decided to take me with him. So mm-hmm. he, he asked, he said, "We're gonna go deer hunting." He had an Oldsmobile Cutlass, right? Not a truck to get in the woods. This dude, this is how he deer hunted. He had he had a shotgun. I don't remember gauges or whatever it was. You know, I was a kid, probably twelve gauge, but. And uh, I think he had a, is either a 308 or a 270, a rifle. So he asked me if I want to go deer hunting with him. I said yes, because I always want to do whatever he was doing, because he was a nutcase. Mm-hmm. His idea of deer hunting was getting up at daylight, getting in that cutlass, riding down the road, drinking coffee, and shooting deer out of his cutlass. But like the first time he ever did it, I was in the passenger seat, we're riding down country road, sun's coming up. He just jams on the brakes, man. It rolls off to the side, tells me to lean back, and it had those electric seats where you push the button. (laughs) So I laid back as far as I could. He just stuck his rifle across, like hung it out the window on the passenger side. Kaboom! Killed deer. Put it on the trunk. Took it home. He proved to me that day that you don't have to like spend a billion dollars to go deer hunting. You know, like yeah, buying crazy shit and. You know, a thousand dollar camo setup and all. Like my stepdad had like ghillie suits and shit. You know, oh, I did too. Yeah, but I mean, I like to play in those or wear them if I was fucking around. But he he proved to me that day that you can pretty much just walk around and look for deer and shoot them. So even though that's highly illegal. Uh, uh yeah, but you know, this is South Alabama. <laughs> Everybody shoots everything out the car window. So, but I, I used to go hunting with my truck a lot. Like, alright. Uh, you know, we have a very invasive species in Tennessee mm-hmm. called well, armadillos. Armadillo, yeah. yeah. We got them. So, they would come across the road and I'd hit them going about 80 miles an hour on my little Danger Ranger, mm-hmm. 97 Danger mm-hmm. Ranger. You don't know what fear is until you hit an armadillo at like yeah. 80 miles an hour. It's like running into a fucking cinder block. Yeah. Like, oh, you catch it air, would lift my truck up, up. Yeah. like I was in a fucking circus. You know, yeah. driving on two wheels, and it slammed back down. And where I lived in Tennessee, we had armadillos everywhere. Yeah, so you hit so another one as soon as you, you would hit another one on the <laughs> other side, and then it'd send you up. So I got good about riding on two wheels, man. Yeah. I was just transferring the weight, blam, blam, and I just go from the left side to the to the right side. Yeah, but uh, and I had a buddy of mine that he kept like. A 12 pack of empty glass Coke bottles and his truck because anytime an armadillo dies on its back, you know, it pulls its arms in together. Yeah. So he'd stick little 12 ounce bottles of Coca Cola. Yeah. Where they were holding it, looking like, you know, they were yeah. having themselves a drink. Yeah. You know, that was, that was all good fun. Yeah. I knew a guy that uh, ate roadkill where I grew up. I and mean, if I killed it, I would. No. What he would do was on his way home from work every night. Every afternoon, if there was something dead in the road, he'd spray paint a circle around it. He had some of that, like, orange marker paint, like the county yeah. uses. So, on the road to his house, there's just orange circles everywhere, by the way. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. But he would spray paint a circle around it, and then he would get up in the morning, and when he would drive to work, if something didn't have a circle around it, he'd pick it up and take it back home. Because that minute died last night. Yeah. And it was pretty fresh, you know. 
That's a smart dude, man. Yeah, that's that fucking hillbilly wisdom. Because... I got a bunch of that, by the way. One day, I'm going to read some of it on here. I found a whole fucking... Just this list of this... Uh, it's like an old mountain man. We can do that tonight, shit. I mean, I didn't get much studying in. Hillbilly wisdom, so... But... I, th- I feel like we're already getting into that segue of going towards hillbilly wisdom. Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about hillbillies tonight instead of Fuck Halloween. <laughs> so, uh, I hit this turkey going about 80 miles an hour one yeah. time. Because 80 miles an hour was around, like, my average speed. Mm-hmm. You know, even through these twisty, windy roads with yeah. the Amish people. Yeah. Like, it was like, you ever seen Rush Hour with all those cars and stuff? Yeah. No matter what city you're in, Rush Hour is terrible. Right. Right. And the movie did it justice as well, you know, a bunch yeah. of fucking cars everywhere. That's like the Amish where I was. It'd just be fucking traffic, yeah. all caused wagon by traffic. a fucking wagon doing five miles an hour that yeah. doesn't know how to pull off on the side of the road and let people pass, you know? So I'd be doing 80 miles an hour and just come around a corner, lock my brakes up. So I was coming up over this blind hill, doing probably 80, and this fucking behemoth of a turkey. I yeah. mean... This motherfucker... Turkzilla. Like, Turkzilla, dude. <laughs> like, a Turkosaurus Rex oh, out shit. there. Just Turkosaurus fucking, Rex. I mean, he was scratching at the ground, pulling up concrete, you know? He was yeah. fucking... Yeah. You know? So I came up over the hill, and I was like, holy fuck. And I knew... The old Danger Ranger, you could throw anything at that truck, yeah. and it'd still run. This oh. one, I was worried. If you drive like, Danger Ranger, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I, I was, like, worried. Coming yeah. up over that hill and seeing the fucking turkey sell this Rex, I was like, I'm going to total my fucking truck, yeah. you know? But I hit him anyways because there wasn't a board in him. Yeah. He took up, you know... <laughs> the whole lane. <laughs> that lane and the lane next to him, so... Fucking turn around, boat up on him. Boom. <laughs> I fucking hit him. Wow! And he went flying up over the bed of my truck, landed on the road, and... My truck felt like it hit a brick wall. Like, it dropped probably 40 miles an hour, which, for a Danger Ranger, you get a nice gust of wind, you'll yeah. drop 60 miles an hour. Yeah, they weigh so. 1,200 pounds. Yeah. So. Maybe. But regardless, I throw it in reverse, fucking, oh, man, I, I just crushed that turkey. Looked at my my bumper. It was all fucked up. You know, it was a steel bumper or whatever. Yeah. And it was all fucked up. I throw it in the ditch because I remembered. I was like, I'm going to get him on the way home you know mm-hmm. from, got stuff from school do. or whatever so i was headed to school and got to school and i was talking to them out in the smoke pit because i went to one of those weird schools vocational yeah yeah one of those adult education centers so i was out there smoking cigarettes and stuff but i had to go to work so smoked a couple cigarettes did a little bit of work went and started my truck and like as soon as the radiator fan cut on it just blew feathers all out the front of my truck yeah like confetti. Nice. Turk Fetty. Turk Fetty. Yeah. When when I was stationed in New Mexico, we had a, a staff sergeant. I was a I was a senior airman. I was an E four. So this guy's an E five. And his 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 name was Adams. Sergeant Adams. And he was from like Kentucky or somewhere, you know, so he always had a big chew of red man. Yeah. And we called him Dadams because he talked to you like he was your dad. You know what I mean? Like I'm Son, I, I ain't gonna tell you again. You know, like he he get yeah. shit. So he's he's good. He's a good dude. But me and this other dude were driving to work, and 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 uh, the dude's name's Alan. We're driving to work in Alan's truck, and a pheasant flew out of the ditch. Yeah, like big male with the long tail feathers. Yeah, this is as big as a turkey. It's the biggest pheasant I've ever seen, and it hit the windshield, and it shattered the windshield. So, you know, I grew up in the woods, so I was like, you know, those things are fucking. They're, they're good eating. Yeah. So, I had a, he had like some, whatever, like trash bag or Walmart bag or whatever, just a big bag. So, I picked it up, put it in the bag, and I said, we'll get to work, we'll put it in the refrigerator, and we'll clean it this afternoon, right? So, it doesn't spoil, because it was hot. Yeah. So, put it in the bag, get to work, and I walk in, and I got it in the sack, carrying it through the break room, and Daddams is in there, and he's that guy, he'd stand there like with his foot up on the bench, like one foot leaning on his knee. You know, yeah. spitting in his cup and talking to everybody. It's bullshitting. He's full of shit, too, but... He says, what you got in that sack? And I told him the story. And he's like, man, you got to clean it now. He said, if that blood gets in that meat, it won't be no good. I said, well, if, I mean... like He's like, yeah. give me that thing. So he dumped it out of the sack on the break room table and starts pulling the feathers out. And, you know, he's just talking to us while he's doing it like he's, like he's making a fucking Hot Pocket. 
And there was a, I can't remember the black dude's name. He was from New York, yeah. like Brooklyn. Never seen anything like this. He's like, man, what the fuck are y'all doing? And he's like, we're cleaning this bird, you know. So, but he's got his, he's got his old timers buck knife out, and he's just going to work on the same age. Quarters it up, puts a puts a half half the breast and one leg in a bag, and he says that one's mine. And he slides the rest of it across the table, and, you know. That was his that was his payment for cleaning. Yeah. And he said, now y'all clean this shit up. We got to go to work. There's shit. <laughs> Everywhere, feathers, blood, fucking everywhere. I hated that. Was probably the worst thing, like about shooting quail, because I'd hunt quail from my bathroom window yeah. while I was taking a shit. I kept my twenty-two in there, so I'd just pop that window open and pop them off out of our hay field where the horses stayed because we'd feed them sweet feed and everything. Out, and sweet feed is like crack to quail, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. So they'd come in there and. <clears throat> I just pop them off, take my shit, go out there and pick up my birds. But having to clean those fucking things, that was the only thing that I hated about quail hunting. Yeah. Because I didn't have my uncle, which I might have told you this already. I don't know. My uncle bought a defeather. Oh yeah, I think he did. Tell like me a washing bit. machine <laughs> with all the rubber fingers on the inside. Now. <laughs> He bought this thing because he had a bunch of chickens and turkeys and everything. Uh-huh. So he's like, yeah, once we start processing these things, this will make it easier. And it looked like, you know, just a whole washing machine turned on its side with all these rubber fingers yeah. on the inside. But it came from, like, you know, Bangkok, China or something. Right. Like, uh, is Bangkok in China? I think so. I think it is. Uh, whatever. It came from China. So made out of Chinesium. No English instructions on this entire thing. Like you were just supposed to figure it out. Right. And this is before people like, oh, I don't know how to do. Because a lot of times now, if I don't know how to do something, I'll just be like, let me look it up on YouTube. Yeah. And find a video. Yeah. You know, you can learn how to make crack on YouTube. So yeah. I was like, let me just it takes a little digging, but yeah. Well, well <laughs> I was like, well, we got to figure it out. That first bird we put into that fucking D feather. <laughs> It's like that that pink mush meat that they that they turn chickens chicken into McNuggets. like nuggets. Chicken McNuggets. Yeah. That like thing, those things on the table in there. Every bone in that that poor chicken's body was fucking destroyed. It was like liquid. It just incinerated this fucking thing. So it took some time to get it dialed in, let's just say. Yeah. But yeah, he was fancy. He had that fucking deep feather that would turn anything into mush. But uh I didn't have that so one of my mom, one of my mom's number one rules was if you shoot it, you eat it. You know, mm-hmm. didn't matter what it was. Right. Like if you were aiming for something, and even if the bullet passed through the squirrel or whatever yeah. and went into something else, a crow. Yeah, you were instance. eating both. Well. So, uh, <laughs> I ate a bunch of weird shit because I'd be like, damn, I hit another. Especially if, that's why I stopped hunting with bird shot because yeah. I'd hit everything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I started hurting hunting hurting with a pellet gun yeah and that made it easier on the old stomach you yeah because that scatter gun gets everything around it too. <laughs> but yeah so um since i guess since we're talking about that i can go through a few of these you can give me your input on them all right so the first now let's see not that one let's see um um there you go if you don't take the time to do it right you'll find the time to do it twice that's the first one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. You like that one? Yeah, that one's good. It, it's kind of like what we say. You think a good mechanic's cheap? Cheap. Expensive. Or. You think a good mechanic's expensive. A, a good mechanic isn't cheap and a cheap mechanic isn't good. That's, yeah, that's the yeah. other way. The one I hear, the one I heard when I was younger was, if you think a good mechanic's expensive, wait till you hire a shitty one. Yeah. So, yeah. That one too. Same difference. Um, don't pick a fight with an old man. If he's too old to fight, he'll just kill you. <laughs> I can't remember who said these. I found it like I was looking for something, and I found some old mountain man that wrote all these down, you know, and like yeah. printed them or whatever. So, it don't take a very big person to carry a grudge. Yeah, yeah. These are these are really smart things. Like if you look at like my uncle Tom that I grew up with, this is how he talked to you. Like this is exactly these could all be things he would say. He never said anything like straight to you. There was always some sort of euphemism or colloquialism you had to figure yeah. out. You know, he'd come up there if something was 
obvious or whatever, you know, he'd say, every shirt's got two sleeves and it takes a big dog to weigh 100 pounds. Yeah. Like, that's just like, well, no shit. You know, like, I got it. So, uh, every path has a few puddles. That's a good one. I'm just feel free to jump in with some input if you want on these. I just, uh, most of the stuff, most of the stuff people worry about ain't going to happen anyway. Yeah, that, I mean, that, yep. that goes right. with like politics and shit. When people get all worried about nukes and everything else. Yeah. And instead of just worrying like crazy about it, just be like, damn, that would suck. I just, I, I think mean, that like old farmers and hillbillies and stuff like that, like a lot of that wisdom they had makes a lot of sense. Like you can apply it even today. Yeah. Like this dude was fucking 100 years old said all this. So whenever I was like, when I was in uh, Georgia growing up, before mm-hmm. I moved to Tennessee, everybody moved fast. You know, like, the way of living was fast where I was in Georgia. Even though it was, like, it wasn't deep south country right. where I grew up in Georgia, but it wasn't city. You know, yeah. it, was, it was a good little mix. Like Kennesaw? Like, just outside Atlanta or something? No, it was, like, you can look it up, uh, Jacksonville, but, like, we didn't have any stores around us, but you could travel 30 minutes to the store. Yeah. That's but it wasn't, like, in the sticks. We had neighbors and shit like that. Right. But people moved fast, and, you know, if someone said, hey, uh, I'll help you move or whatever. What day are you moving? Oh, yeah, I'm moving on Friday. All right, I'll be there Friday. They'd be there Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. or, you know, 8 o'clock a.m. Right. You know, whatever. It just moved fast. And then when we got to Tennessee, we had to adjust our entire way of living because nobody up there lives fast yeah. at all. It'll be like, oh, yeah, you need your hay cut? Yeah, I'll cut your hay. And it'd be like a month later. Right. You'd be like, hey, uh, you going to? Yeah, I said I'd come cut it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's not like, it's not to inconvenience you. It's because they got better shit to do or, you know, different shit that they've got going on or whatever. So... They would always get it done. Anytime anybody told you they'd do something for you or right. whatever, help you out or whatever in Tennessee, they would, but it, it could be weeks later, you yeah. know, or, hey, I'll be there on Tuesday, and then Tuesday runs around, and it's like 5 o'clock at night, and you're like, man, this motherfucker ain't ever going to show up, and then they yeah. pull up into the driveway, you see the headlights coming. As soon as you, you see know? it. You're like, holy shit. Like, they always lived by their word, but it was just slow, you know. Yeah, even the way they talk, it's like, you know, that's a that's a lot how it was where where I lived in Florida and Alabama. The people were a lot like that, you know. Like, life is simpler when you plow around the snow. Yeah, like all those. I just like that shit. I like that kind of stuff. But I do too. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of like nobody sits on the porch anymore. You know what I mean? Like if they are sitting on the porch, they're on YouTube or Twitters. Yeah, or Face Page or the Instagrams. So, we had that one little, and anybody listening out there, you know, you can look it up in Hennerville, Tennessee, or Henryville, Tennessee. There's a little bitty gas station, whatever, called Clark's Grocery. And that's like the, you know, Clark's was the gas station and everything. Yeah. So, we'd go up there every Saturday morning roll up there around 7 seven thirty in the morning and there'd be just a bunch of old timers out there you know sitting inside just talking and having a good time like you know get miss ruth who is the owner's wife to make you a sandwich or whatever and she'd charge you like you know a dollar or whatever for two pieces of white bread and some bologna and mayo and stuff like that on it yeah but and she made some killer ass sandwiches. It's like uh, I told, I, I think I told you about that, the the farmer that was in that feed store with me when those two rednecks started fighting over that bag of corn. Yeah. And he was old and he was just like, I'm too old for that shit. I'd have cut his ass by now. You know, like just, but that's what, that's the same thing there. They had a picnic table inside the store. Yeah. And those guys would just come hang out at that picnic table and eat peanuts and coke and bullshit with each other all day. Uh, don't judge folks by their relatives. I like that one. That is a definite good one. Because my yeah. fucking meth head uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of these are kind of funny, but like uh, this one's kind of funny. It's, Timing has a lot to do with the outcome of a rain dance. 
<laughs> oh man, that one's yeah, yeah. That's definitely applicable. It's like what we talked about the damn uh, Mayans or whatever, the Aztecs or whatever. Yeah, sacrificing. Yeah, it sacrificing or people. Like they would sacrifice people until it rained. Like just murking people left and right, just kicking their bodies down the pyramids. Like All right. Eventually, it's got to rain. Good judgment comes from experience, and most of that comes from bad judgment. <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah. So, anyhow, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't suppose I should read through all these. It's just. There's just a whole bunch of bull. You know, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Letting the cat out of the bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in. So. Um. And one thing that I can't stand is like when it became cool to be country you know like cool to be a redneck cool to be and you had all these tv shows like coming out where it's like oh yeah man if you, if you want to be country all you got to do is throw on a hat and drink beer man you country as hell you know like i can't stand it when these fucking pavement princess trucks would drive around there yeah. You know, squat it out, and they're like, yeah, I'm country as hell. I feel like if you have to say that you're country, you're the yeah. furthest thing from it. You or know? they have, like, the sticker on their back window that says, like, country-fied or country-raised yeah. or something, you know. Like, I, I can't, I don't know why, but especially on the old tickety-tock, you yeah. know, I see people on there that are acting like they're redneck and country and stuff like that. Man, you, you don't know the first thing about, like, growing up in the sticks but yeah. no, that bothers uh, me too like i like i'll put i'll go ahead and put this challenge out there if there's anybody like you know like a, a, i don't care what the those uh paul brothers do jake and whatever the two logan yeah right but you know like they were already famous but they got they got really big starts because they were they started calling people out to fight them so i whenever kenny chesney came along with all his like florida pirate bullshit like yeah. all this toes in the water ass in the sand stuff yeah i, I, I de- declared that day if anybody could ever line it up i want to fight kenny chesney like that oh. just like it, it it's like it ate at me so bad because i grew up like that like out in the woods and around the beaches and shit down in florida and i just got tired of listening to that shit you know about just like fucking everybody's like standing on the beach in a dirty old brand new dirty old cowboy hat yeah and aviators fucking with a puka shell necklace drinking a Corona. It just it just aggravates me to no end. That and Honky Tonk Badonka Donk. Honky Tonk. What are those guys called? Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Bitch and Bitch. No, it's uh, Big and Rich. Big and Rich. Those okay. sound, I'd fight both of them. I'd fight all three of them at the same time. I think <laughs> I have enough pent up rage from Honky Tonk Badonka Donk and Kenny Chesney's because it like his like even his tours he called it like pirates and something you know what i mean like yeah like you had a fucking pontoon boat you had a fucking 40 foot donzy or donzy boat like a two hundred thousand dollar boat with a pirate flag on the back you know and it just it just pissed me off like it makes me mad yeah. i i'd rather listen like, to that mud hole rap than kenny chesney i don't like well see fucking kenny chesney i don't like any of the you know country artists that have no country in their blood like fucking uh keith urban coming to america keith who keith urban okay he's australian ah but he sings like american southern country like the red clay road type songs or whatever yeah, like, like red dirt road songs. he just he makes so much fucking money off these idiots going, oh, I love his country music. And they got red like, dirt in Australia too, I guess. But yeah, but that's not what he's singing about. Right. You know? And that's not where he's famous. He's yeah. famous here. And it's like, yeah, yeah not... I'm kind of being the, uh, what is it, like gatekeeper. But shit, what happened to like Alan Jackson and fucking... They just got old, man. I know. And they, but you know, made their money. Now it's the all troubadours. just stadium. What happened to the troubadours? Yeah. The old George Strait. That was that Earl was one. Haggard. That George was, Strait. Like early '90s country was one of my most favorite eras of country. Even like I like I like old country like Hank Williams and you know the Hag and the fucking whatever. But yeah, I'd say '70s, '80s, and '90s yeah. country is like that's 
my shit. Like, yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't like the fucking get your truck and get your woman, get your beer, bitty, bitty. Yeah. You know, like. Right. I can't stand that shit. <sighs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you got Randy it, Travis just doing his thing, pulling DUIs. Bitches. Like, getting DUIs. Yeah. I don't, I'm not convinced that anybody in this world couldn't bag a bitch like Randy Travis could. Like, oh, yeah. everybody's. Every woman's panties just flew off as soon as Randy Travis came on. I guarantee it. I was wearing that anti-panty cologne, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that That's my point exactly. When all that shit happened with Honky Tonk Badonka Donk, when it happened, I was like, this is not country music anymore. I, I fucking... I, I was sitting in a bar in New Mexico, and it came on the jukebox, and people were singing along, and I was just like, what is this shit? What, what, what you know happened? what's weird? I can remember the first time I heard that song too. Yeah, I was riding... it ruined it. <laughs> that might be what it is, because yeah. like other music, I can't really. I mean, there's some songs that I I know like, oh, this is the first time I heard it. Honky tonk, badonka donk. The first time I heard it, I was headed to my grandma's house with my dad and my brother in the car, and my dad like we weren't allowed to listen to anything but Christian music, so. Every once in a while, my dad would get a wild hair in his ass and throw on some country, you know? Yeah. And that song came on, and I was like, honky tonk, badonk, donk. And my dad instantly turned it off. He's like, don't sing that. But that was the first time I ever heard that song. Oh, it was by Trace Atkins? Was it? Yeah, I guess so. What did Big and Rich do? Oh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Same thing. Yeah. Fucking, I'll fight Trace Atkins too. I don't care. <laughs> I'll find so, I mean, he looks like a pretty big dude, though. <laughs> yeah. He might be a handful. He looks like he looks like, like old Chuck Little. So, He's old as shit now, though. Yeah, I could probably take him. Yeah. He'd probably shoot me or stab yeah. me. Yeah, that, that's what it would. You're like, all right, Trace, I'm going to fight you. I got you a saying right here. What's She's that? pitching a hissy fit with a tail on it. Yeah. Uh, I went ahead and looked up uh, 30 hilarious southern sayings is what they call it. Worthless as gum on a boot heel. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Worthless as gum on a boot. I like that one. Tits on a board. How the fuck? They just put y'all as number three. As a country saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it did come from the country somewhere. You fuck all. them. I hate when people are like, y'all. What do you mean, y'all? Because being in California for five and a half years, they'd be like, Y'all, what do you mean by y'all? Shut you, the fuck up. You, you didn't. Know. You didn't start saying hella while you lived out there. No, hella no. <laughs> I hate. I, I can't. I, I've had friends from California, like through the military. Yeah, and none of them even said hella. Like I think that's like a serious California d bag thing. Yeah, like you got to be super ingrained in it to. Because I, I didn't really like. I say y'all, I guess, but it wasn't like I don't call everybody y'all. You know, y'all come back. Y'all come back now, you. Yeah, you ever, you ever think it was weird? Like, this probably happened to you too, being in the woods. When one person leaves and says, all right, we'll see you later. Is it, did you ever hear people do that? Yeah. You think that's weird? Is that like the is that like the country version of they in the like trans world? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that like a country trans We'll thing? see you later. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. We are not a man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is that how that works? So, what what do you think when you hear "bless their heart" or "bless her heart"? Ah, uh, you fucking bitch! Don't you talk to me like that? <laughs> bless your heart. It, bless their heart. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Bless their poor heart. Yeah. Oh, poor lady. You there. calling me stupid without calling me stupid? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I said that bitch fucked up. That's a that's a lot. Like I I I saw after moving here. That is like a that's. I would bet that saying came from Savannah, Georgia. Yeah? Yeah. When I lived in Savannah, I heard that all the time. And anytime somebody pissed a woman off, bless your heart. It's like, you know what? Kiss my ass. How about that? Yeah. Bless my heart. I hope she, it quits. She has her nose so high in the air she could drown in a rainstorm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I feel like some of these ain't even Southern sayings. Yeah, it's I know. like some New Yorker throwing shit together that right. sounds funny. Yes. Uh, if you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. 
Yeah. So that's some good advice. If you, if one you, one thing, two sayings that I grew up saying, or yeah, one of them is finer than finer than frog hair split three ways with a broad axe. Yeah. Meaning like. Good looking. Yeah. Sexy yeah. as fuck. Yeah. And uh, it's raining like. Raining like a cow, raining like a heifer pissing on a flat rock. Yeah. Yeah. Another one was where I grew up was uh, hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock in a metal mailbox in the middle of May. See, we just stopped at a wool sock. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hotter than two rabbits on, fucking in a wool sock. I'm gonna be on you like white on rise on a paper plate in a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, keep skunks, bankers, and politicians at a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, all right, I got a couple of them that are pretty pretty raw, but this dude Lee that I grew up with, <laughs> he, was, he was pretty country himself. But So you, you said the finer, finer than the frog hair split three ways of the broad axe? Yeah. One of his <laughs> was, I'd cross the sands of Sahara on my hands and knees and smell a deviled egg fart out of her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just a, just yeah. a visual of that one, you know, like. And then another one, like, yeah, I'd crawl on my hands and knees just to suck a fart out of her ass. Yeah. Uh, same thing, but. Yeah. I'd drink her bath water. See, somebody took that literal. Did yeah. you hear about that shit? No. There's this, like, gamer girl. You, you've probably heard the trend of that, where... These girls... I mean, I can deduce what it is. Yeah, they, they start being gamer girls, and there's these fucking dudes that just pay money. Like, I don't get why you would pay money to watch porn. That does not make sense to me. It's been free for 20 years plus. You're talking about, like, like when uh, like G4 came out, that game channel. Like, they started yeah. getting, like, the pretty girls to play video games. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, not get, I don't know if they, like, recruited them, but that started being a thing. I know what you're talking about. So, there's this really famous gamer girl that started selling her bathwater. Oh, and yeah. people were drinking it like <laughs> fucking idiots. And it made them sick. Oh, well, yeah? Yeah. Well, no shit. It's fucking... Until you get worms. It's filth and daggum bubbles. Yeah. What the fuck is it going to do to you? She's just scrubbing her hole in that water. Yeah, nasty bitches. But, so they started doing that, drinking the bath water, getting sick as fuck, and then she ended up getting, like, shut down for that. Like, well, not shut down, but she wasn't able to do that anymore yeah. or whatever. I was like, these guys are idiots. Yeah, because I guess you're basically, like, selling a food product at that point, huh? Because somebody's consuming it, so it's probably got to get, like, a F, you got to get tested by the FDA. I mean, yeah, ain't no booty holes going past with the FDA. I can guarantee you drinking, that. I'm not drinking anybody's bath. I don't even like my own bath water. Yeah. I, like, like, I don't open my mouth while I'm yeah. washing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, he's yeah. so cheap, he wouldn't give a nickel to see Jesus riding a bicycle. Is that supposed to be like bars? I, I guess. It almost rhymes nickel and bicycle. Damn, dude, he's been bored out here, dude. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. I, I, I wish we, like, I wish we would have talked about this to, to come up with them because I don't want to just have dead air sitting here trying to remember them, you know? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of them when they come up. But, yeah, Dumber in a Box of Hair, that was another one that I heard, or Dumber in a Box of Hammers. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. Not the sharpest peanut in the turd. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> man, I had a grit shit this morning. I ate a bunch of grits last night. Hang on these seats, folks. Woo, man. That was a big motherfucker. But, so, I don't know. Let's talk about some, uh, some country activities that we did growing up. Oh, like, the, like car hood surfing. Yeah, car hood surfing, frog gigging. Yeah. I used, I, to, I used to go frog gigging all the time. I think I told you something about my, my buddy whose dad was a mechanic and was like, just let us, if we could get a car running in the summertime, we could have it. Because mm -hmm. he had a bunch of old broke down cars at his house. So it was, it was called the hill where it, behind his house. And it was just like, it was like his own personal junkyard kind of. But yeah. it wasn't like a trash junkyard. It was just probably 30 cars. You know, just they were kind of spread out but there wasn't just shit everywhere so you know there'd be a complete car but like the wheels would be on the hood you know stuff like that yeah 
So in the summertime, he would tell us, you know, if you boys can get something up there running, you can have it for the summer. Because it usually wouldn't last through the whole summer. Yeah. So we had like a Pacer one time. We had a Gremlin. We had a Chevy Love one time. Damn, Remember those dude. little pickups? Yeah. It was like before the S10. So he had a uh, he had an old LTD up there, and we never could get the LTD running. But we had a, a Buick, a Buick. 898 I think is what it was called it was a, it was a big four door Buick grandpa car with the big like plush cushion seats and it had a diesel engine in it Damn. so we got that thing running so we took the hood off the LTD and we you know you get you you put the rope you cut a hole in the hood and you put the rope through it and you tie an axe handle to it so it won't slip through the yeah. hole and it's also a handle so we would we would play in the field in that thing and we'd pull it behind the, the Delta 88 I think it was 88 Anyways, it doesn't fucking matter. We'd pull it behind the other car, and we were probably 14, 15, something like that. And the the way the hill was, it went it went down the hill. It was real grassy and nice, and there was a pond. So you come off the you come from the top of the hill, and then you turn right when you got to the grass, so that fucking car hood would hit the end of that rope like you're on an inner tube behind <laughs> yeah. a boat, and you'd be skipping, dude. And you know we'd pull each other through ant hills and shit like that. Yeah. So. I started I started talking to my buddy and I was like, Hey, I think if you turn hard enough, like close enough to the water that I can skip over the pond. <laughs> right? So that became the mission, like to get that to work. Yeah. So the first couple times kinda got close, but he, he didn't want to like slide the car off in the water. So he finally nailed it. And he came down that hill and cut that fucking thing. And I came off the grass on the car hood and made like two skips and the corner went in the water and that thing turned into a fucking uh, like destroyer propeller you know what I mean like <laughs> like when it started whipping I could hear it going through the water it's not you ever burn a milk jug you know how it sounds when it drips yeah, like yeah, the plastic yeah. that's what it sounded like going through the water right by my <laughs> fucking head because I let go of it once the corner hit I couldn't hold on to it probably but when the corner caught it came out of my hands and I could hear it going <laughs> like it was going so fast through the water it probably would have decapitated me if it would have like if it would have hit me in the head, I, it fucking yeah. would have killed me for sure. But it probably would have cut me clean in two. Probably would have cleaved me clean in half. But that was one thing we always did. But we started pulling like the smaller ones behind the four wheeler, and we would ride like there was planted pines up in the corner yeah. of the property. So we <laughs> two two people got on it, and I was driving the four wheeler, and I thought it'd be funny to go through the planted pines, and that fucking car hood got caught like I, I went between two pine trees. And they, the hood was wider than the row. And when that fucking thing hit the end of those pine trees, I went... I mean, I flew off the four-wheeler head first. It was, it was a catastrophe. Yeah. Like, it, it fucking hurt. There's when so many times growing up, I'm like, damn, dude. Just because of all the stupid shit. Yeah. Like, I think that's half the reason why I can't remember most of the things I did. It's because I hit my head so many times yeah. and fucking got half stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, we would uh, we'd pull pallets around. Mm-hmm. Like... Because we did move into a junkyard. It was just somebody's shit property that they just used for cutting hay. And that was that was it. Yeah. Um, but there's probably 30 cars out there. 30 or 40 cars. Just junkyard. And it wasn't nice. Yeah. It was like we'd be digging holes for the garden or whatever. And end up pulling up a fucking steel rim from the 70s or something. Right. Like it was just there was shit everywhere. And it was an old milk barn that we renovated into a house and uh and it is we'd pull pallets with my brother's grand prix like in the in the winter time we'd go out there and just haul ass around the fields with pallets hanging behind it and that was fun but i don't know i, I did a lot of i didn't do much crazy things as i did just going fishing and hunting and yeah you know that kind of shit and i did a lot of stupid things breaking horses and being yeah. kicked in the chest and i did stuff like that too they had a so they would when they would make the dirt roads they would plow the dirt roads like with the road grader yeah and it, and they would it would leave these huge banks on either side you know what i mean like cliffs yeah so they would just kind of cut through most of the hill well, the, there were still trees on the cliffs, and they had vines hanging out of them. So we would we would climb the vines, you know, like we'd dig out like dig out the roots in the hill, like handholds, like a almost like one of those rock walls in a gym. 
and we climb them, play on them, you know, whatever, blow up GI Joe men or something. But so we had these vines, and we got this idea that, like, I was gonna, I was gonna swing out over a car when it came through the dirt down the dirt road. <laughs> and my buddy that I grew up with, he was gonna swing on one too, you know. So we're like, we'll just swing out, try to scare the shit out of people. Yeah. You know, maybe make them crash. I don't know. And uh, so the cars are coming down. And we're swinging over the cars, and it goes fine two or three times. And then a truck comes by, and I thought I could swing like I wanted to see how close I could get to the cab. Yeah. And swing over the bed of the truck, and I swung out. And when I swung out, it scared the shit out of that guy, and he jammed on the brakes, and I hit the cab like with my <laughs> leg, and it, fl- it flipped me all through the back of the truck and whatever. I mean, just I don't know, just an example. I can think yeah. of dumb shit because you know could have been killed. I mean, it could have been killed a bunch of times. There's a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, and. A lot of things, like, I've forgotten, and there'll be conversations that'll bring it back up. Like, they used to chip, it was tar and chip the road. Yeah. Which is like a band-aid on a piece of shit road. Yeah. Like, but it was a little single lane road all the way to my house and whatnot, but it was meant for both ways of travel it yeah. was the size of one car you know so you'd have to drive off into the ditches or you right. know whatever to let cars go around but man as soon as i'd hear like you would hear from people that a road just got chipped yeah and instantly i'd jump my little danger ranger and go hauling ass down there because it was a little rear wheel drive truck yeah. you could slide this thing sideways in just a small rainstorm you know like yeah. and it wasn't powerful but she'd slide all over the place and yeah I, I love like but I've been talking with the wife about this a lot just because all the the fun and shit that I had like growing up just being able to go out and shoot guns and blow off fireworks right. and fucking go to the know, creek whatever yeah. yeah and even just blowing up fireworks I've got fireworks from July 4th that I haven't been able to set off because it's like you're in the city ordinance probably yeah, and yeah. I'm in a neighborhood and all that stuff and I'm like this is stupid like me and my brother used to go around throwing M80s at each other all the time yeah. you know just show up and walk oh, yeah. outside and just boom right next to your head yeah just an M80 and you're like what the fuck throws you a couple and you start battling with them you know yeah so, PVC pipe and bottle rockets yeah and we had a big old potato potato gun too yeah like that we made out of PVC You'd stuff a potato down there yeah, and launch it like are. 300 yards. Boom! Yeah. And then we went over to a buddy's house. He had an apple launcher that would take those huge, like, big old red apples. Yeah. And <laughs> you'd hear it launch, but it'd go, boom. Yeah. Like, yeah, this shit would launch like 200 yards. Big old fat apples. But I keep talking to her about it because I'm like, I just want... Like, we can be close to the city. Yeah. You know, 20, 30 minutes yeah, from yeah. the city. That's what I want to. But not in the city. Like, right. I want to be able to go outside. You know, I don't want to have to pay for a membership to a range to be able to go shoot my guns. Right. You know, That's exactly what I want to, yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't know. She's not about living in the country. I'm like, you never lived in the country. Like, yeah. she lived on a mountainside. And there was, she had like no friends around, nothing like that. Like, I grew up in the sticks, you know, but I had like friends and yeah. we'd hang out and do all of this crazy shit, you know, whatever. Go skinny dipping, you know, all that shit. Right. Blow off fireworks. Like, you never lived in the country, you know. I had it rough in the country for a long time because we did all this stupid shit, but yeah, we, it was the best. we were broke as fuck, you yeah. know. So, like, you never lived in the country. So, keep trying to talk her into it because that's what i want my boys to grow up with yeah that's what i'd like to move out like that too before i get much older but have a couple horses teach them how to work on a farm you know yeah have a tractor we had a 30 1938 ford tractor 1928 ford tractor it was something like that old bitch. never got it running just because they never got it running they were like i said you know how much easier this would be for me to haul hay out to the pastures and stuff. If I just had this tractor, it cut my time for chores down in half, you know? Right. 
yeah but that's what we got you for you know so they'd never yeah, yeah. put money into it to get it running it's basically so. like child labor growing up in the country but oh yeah 100 i would like to move back out like that slave labor that's yeah. what it was yeah i worked fucking thousand hours a week never okay. got paid for it but you got to eat that was like that was what my stepdad always told me yeah like, no allowance but you get fed every night and you get to sleep in a bed and shit like that my stepdad said the same thing he's like well you got a roof over your head you got food in your belly you know <laughs> that kind of thing but it's, it goes back to that one dude who was like you know people that are out here proud of proud of themselves because well my kids got got clothes and they got a you know, roof over the head. They got food in their stomach. And it's yeah. like that's what you're supposed to do. What you yeah. want a fucking cookie? Oh, yeah, it's uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, I take care of my kids. Yeah, you're supposed take to be a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, you're supposed to be a dumb motherfucker. I think we gotta uh, wrap it up, dog. Yeah, we're gonna hit on all uh, Halloween tomorrow. We're gonna try to yeah work back into that. Yeah, yeah, it goes around here. Well, you got any closing thoughts? Um. I don't think so. If, you know, it's going to itch when it dries. So, remember, if you're going to get greasy, go knuckles deep. That's right. Holy shit, what is that? ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.